If you're a fan of immersive audio fiction, you won't want to miss out on these shows from Pakal Media. The Madness of Chartrillion. Will this world accept my vision of the future? Or is all of this a mistake? The Nebulous Saga. You killed my family. They killed mine. And for ten years, I've been making the Alliance pay. Tales for Howling at the Full Moon. It is not my worth that brings me here. <sighs> it is my calling. Another day, another chosen one. To learn more about our shows and find out how to support independent creators, visit packhowlmedia.com. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. itself. The nebula glides inexorably forward, a behemoth of death, torpedoes away. I savor the moment as our cannons fire on the bustling trade ring. The void of space swallows any sound as red flashes shoot from our guns and streak for the Alliance's heart. The time for my vengeance has come at last. The blast turns the huge ring-shaped trade station into space dust in mere seconds. The shockwave sends the nebula's deck reeling and Cookie stumbles. I catch his shoulder before he falls. Shrapnel shreds the skull flag at the masthead, and fragments shear through our oxygen bubble and scatter across the deck. A shard slices along my cheekbone, but I don't flinch. Instead, I wait for the satisfaction, for the relief that will surely come any moment now. 
I finally avenged my parents' deaths. But why? Why does the familiar, gaping hole still tear my chest from the inside out? I release Cookie to grab the railing as my knees threaten to buckle. This cannot have been worthless. Thousands of lives, now nothing but shattered rubble in the cold void because of me. No, no, no. Where is the victory? Pete, lad. It's not enough. I must have vengeance before the guilt tears my soul apart. Turning from the weathered ship's cook, I march onto the bridge. My heavy footsteps are the only sound in the eerie, inaudible destruction as I mount the stairs to the tiller. To your stations! I grip the worn wheel, glaring at the spreading debris. Burnt stardust glows red against the darkness of space beyond. Crewmen jump to the ropes, storing the harpoons on deck and the cannons below. Only the tattered flag at the mast betrays the nebula's identity. I guide the ship away from the worst of the wreckage. The automatic sealing system won't be able to stop a huge oxygen leak if one of these massive pieces of steel shrapnel collides with our hull. Starlight gleams on a nearby slab of wreckage, a section of a wall from the trade station emblazoned with the whirlpool symbol of the Nova Alliance. The emblem is barely recognizable, a ghostly reminder of what I've done to the agreement of peace the Nova were settling when our cannons sent them into oblivion. But their idea of peace is a mere charade, though few seem to realize it. How can they speak of peace when they are responsible for the deaths of my parents? How long do you think you can keep this up, lad? Cookie leans against the rail halfway up the deck stairs. He peers at me over his thin framed glasses, eyes glistening with sorrow. It's been ten years. I pick at the knot of my blood-red scarf, a shiver racking my shoulders. As long as it takes. I fear you drive yourself to madness. I have no choice. I have to do this. He doesn't understand. How could he? He has never borne the blood of his parents on his own hands. I can still feel it caked under my fingernails. I can see the red stain on my skin, see their bloody faces as they slip from my grasp and are claimed by the void. The Alliance has much to answer for. Captain Dolian, incoming! The warning comes none too soon. A smaller piece of drifting debris slips into our airlock and is caught by our artificial gravity. It tumbles to the mid-deck and crewmen jump aside. I brush past Cookie, approaching the main deck to survey the damage. Murmurs ripple through the crew and they part, revealing what's crash-landed on the nebula. 
It's a body. My gut turns. The young man lies face down on the stained boards, his once fine clothing ragged. I stare down at the corpse, my pulse roaring. This is just one of the countless, nameless victims of my vengeance. And still, my raging grief is not satisfied. How many more must suffer because of the Alliance? When will they see Captain Dolian is their creation? And I will make them regret turning me into this with their dying breaths. I tow the man onto his back. His skin is grey in our starlight globes. My stomach heaves, but I can't look away. His eyes open. <laughs> the nearest crewmen shout and stumble backwards as the man suddenly gasps for breath. Cookie hurries past and drops to his knees beside the stranger. Hey, he's alive! Obvious, but no less wondrous. Anyone who survived the explosion should have been swiftly taken by the void of space. A man who cheats death like this could prove useful. I crouch, watching as Cookie checks the stranger's pulse. The man's eyes are wide, darting around the crew. Several men draw back as he looks their way. Already, his skin isn't as gray, turning more tanned or dirty, or perhaps both. How did he survive? How did he foil my plan? I'm the ruler of this void. What's your name? Mr. Kiefer. I cock one brow. What do you do, Mr. Kiefer? Cookie shoots me a disapproving glance, but Kiefer's gasps steady. Where am I? He looks upward to the black skull flag and stiffens. You killed them all. What do you do? I will kill you for what you've done. There's a daring in his eyes I haven't seen in a long time. Not when people are talking to me. Not when they're faced with Captain Peter Dolian. This man is different. He is my key. He possesses something I do not. The ability to survive the void. I need that. I rise and turn back towards the helm. Throw him in the brig. Whether he wants to or not, this man will help me fulfill my vengeance. Together, we will find the last dregs of the Alliance and make them pay. Then, finally, I can have peace.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.